Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Moving Up, the podcast that has hopefully helped the transition to S1 seem that little bit easier for those of you who might have found it a challenge. I hope summer's been good to you and that you are managing to relax, take care of yourselves, enjoy the weather and maybe get away somewhere nice or even just chill at home. Whatever is going on for you, I hope that it's okay and it's good. I'm Graham, I'm the trainee school counsellor at the Peterhead Cluster and it's my job along with my colleagues at the school to make this transition as seamless and as comfortable as possible. I spoke to Miss Lamont way back in March when we were still in lockdown so much of this conversation in this episode is around the impact of that. Of course we have mostly been back to school since then but by no means back to normal. Now, Miss Lamont is the network librarian looking after not only the school library at the academy, but also the local ones as well. And hopefully she's going to explain to us the importance of the library to your time at school and the kind of support that you can find in the library as you move through your school career. Miss Lamont, tell us a little bit about what's the role of the library within Peterhead Academy? Okay, so... The library is for everyone in the school, Mm -hmm. so it's for all the pupils, but also all of the staff. Okay. So we are actually open for most of the school day. Mm -hmm. So we're open before school for Mm -hmm. the second half of lunchtime Mm -hmm. and also after school as well. So the only time we're really closed is at morning break and for part of lunchtime, so that I get a little break myself. <laughs> okay, yeah, you need to break yourself, don't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. So during the school day, um, we get lots of class visits. Mm-hmm. So for S1s to S3s, they come up with either their English classes or their literacy classes mm-hmm. to um, pick books that they just want to read themselves. Mm-hmm. So they get free choice to pick what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So that might be that they want um, fiction. So they want a storybook or they want to take out a comic. Okay. But also we've got a wide range of non-fiction books which cover so many different topics. So if you've got a sort of specific hobby or interest of yours, we normally have a book that Excellent. would suit that. And we've even got a career section of the library. So sometimes if you've got an idea of what you might want to do after school, Mm -hmm. you can go and find out a little bit more about that in the careers library. Okay, so there really is something for everyone then. Yeah, there is. There really is something for everyone. I've also interviewed Ms. Gregg, who is the faculty head for digital literacies. How does digital literacy fit into the library? Okay, so I think it fits in really well with the library because digital literacy is very similar to information literacy. So with the library service, we can really help people with research. So that could be finding information from a book, but also finding information from websites or from databases. Okay. So library staff were sort of trained in how to find information. That's sort of like our key skill is that we find information for people. So most people think of us just as book people, that we know where to find the right book, but we can help people find information online as well. So I can help pupils with deciding what search terms to use to help them find the best websites. So if someone was maybe doing research in something, then you would be a really good person to be friends with. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I help, um, you know, all year groups, mm. but specifically, I really help the S6s mm. who are doing advanced hires because they have to do a dissertation, so a really big, important essay, and they get to choose the topic. Okay. So it'll be a very specific question they are mm. trying to sort of find the answer to. Mm -hmm. So I can help them find um, really sort of good quality information that they know is going to be reliable, that the information okay. in there is going to be true. Am I right in saying that there are not only um, books, but there's uh, other types of media that the library um lend as well uh, audiobooks for example and things like yes, that yes yep so we've got a collection of audiobooks here but mm -hmm. also all of our pupils are also members automatically of the public library service so through the public libraries you get access to a lot of digital resources so through that you can use either overdrive mm -hmm. which you use for computers and laptops and that gives you access to ebooks, e audiobooks, and e magazines and e newspapers. But we also have an app called Libby, which you can download for your phone or for your iPad, and you can get your ebooks and e audiobooks through that as well. So that's really, really handy. So basically, the boys and girls moving up from the primary schools will be able to access so much more from the library here than they've maybe been able to uh, have from the library at their primaries and um, they'll be able to access all these, these services through Libby as well because they'll have automatic membership, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yes, yep, they'll have automatic membership through their Young Scott card. Okay, thinking about um, in the last school that I worked at, we uh, did a lot of specialist groups for example specialist interest groups and the library quite often helped us out with literature so when i'm thinking about for example groups that are around lgbt or um or or, or, or similar there was always places you know sometimes young people don't want to ask about lgbt mm -hmm. issues they might be thinking about things that are affecting them but they don't want to be asking because there's still maybe a stigma attached and I know that in a safe place like the library, there would be no stigma mm -hmm. and it would be easy to ask. But young people still maybe don't like to ask. Um, at, at the place that I, I used to work at, we used to have like a section that would have specialist interest. Do you have the same here? Yes, we do. We've got a little well-being corner, which is sort of like the back inside of the library. So it's a bit more tucked away. Mm -hmm. So we've got lots of different books and also leaflets there Okay. on lots of different topics. So it can be sometimes more sensitive topics, like you said, that you might not want to always go and ask for, mm -hmm. but you can go and look in this section. And so we've got things on um, like if your parents are going through divorce okay. or if you're sort of, you know, having a hard time at the moment and you're feeling quite stressed and anxious about mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of advice books there. Because, of course, you know, it's it's bad enough for adults, but for young people, they don't often maybe have the words to be able to describe what's going on for them. And mm -hmm. I suppose what, what the library can offer is language mm -hmm. um, to maybe allow some of our young people to maybe just make sense of what's going on for them and be able to have the language to be able to reach out for help. Um, during this transition period between Easter and summer, other faculties will be 
um, offering transition challenges, for example, through teams uh, in the absence of actually being able to come up here and be in the building. Is the library taking part in something similar? Yes, we will be. So because we won't be having the normal sort of tour of the library and the normal sort of book activities, we're going to create a sort of digital escape room. So I'll give you the sort of feeling of being in the library without actually being in the library and you'll get a chance to sort of learn a bit more about what we offer. So like the kind of clubs and activities we have going on. Tell me a bit about the clubs and activities that you've had in the past. So in the past, we had a really successful games club. So it was board games, cards and also chess. So that was always at lunchtime. Okay. But it actually got very popular. So we started sort of having it after school as well. Okay. And we also had a Dungeons and Dragons club. Okay. which was entirely run and set up by pupils. So I can't take any credit for its <laughs> success because it was very much the pupils. Like they own their own set and um, they arranged everything for getting the club to meet in the library. But the library just provided that nice, safe, quiet space mm-hmm. for them to use it after school and to just enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a real niche market that you had going on with <laughs> yes. the Dungeons and Dragons and things. Um, so, so you are taking part in the transition, and there's going to and more information will come out about that in due course. I'm often intrigued by the fact that you've got this massive space, and every time I've come in, it's just been you here. So you're obviously very, mm-hmm. very busy. Uh, Miss Lamont, tell me what your day looks like here in the library. What would your day look like? Oh, okay. I would say that every day is so different with this job because it's so varied that we've got lots of different things going on. Because like you said before, I've got responsibility for the school library, but also three public libraries. Mm. So in a typical day, I would probably spend part of my morning selecting books that are going to go down to classrooms So that might be for a specific project or it might be um, making up individual book bundles for pupils because I get them to put in a sort of order form to me and I go and select some books I think they'll enjoy. So I spend part of my morning selecting books and then scanning them out and later on in the day I actually go and deliver them to the classrooms. But I also spend part of my day thinking about things for the public libraries because we're having to change how we um, sort of deliver our service for the public libraries. They've been doing a lot of um, click and collect, which has been really popular. People have really enjoyed having the staff select books for them because it means that they end up getting to read something that they maybe wouldn't pick themselves. Mm -hmm. And it means it's introducing them to new authors. So that's been really popular. But we're also starting to increase our digital offer So we used to have lots and lots of um, clubs and groups meeting in the public library. And because that's not been possible because of lockdowns, we are going to move them to online. So we're going to have virtual groups. Okay. So I've been um, working with my team on setting up a virtual reading group. So this is a reading group that would have normally met in person, Mm -hmm. but instead we're going to have them meeting online. So a little bit like a Zoom call. Okay. So that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. And I think it, it just means that people feel connected still, yes, doesn't it? In, yeah. a, in a time when we've been really disconnected. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really, really helpful and good. Mm-hmm. 
So in the event that we haven't been able to access a library, see the library, but we're beginning to learn what the library is offering us, uh, and we know now that the public libraries are becoming more accessible from home, for example, can pupils access library services from home as well? Yes, they absolutely can. So they can access our um, digital services. So if they go to the website Live Life aberdeenshire.org.uk okay so we've got a few different um services there so we've got overdrive that i've mentioned before which mm -hmm. is your ebooks but we've also got press reader which okay. provides um that's your e-magazines and e-newspapers and we've even got free gal which provides access to um free music oh wow yeah, so we've got quite a good offer in there. That's amazing, yeah. So tell me, you were a Peterhead Academy pupil, weren't you? Yes, I was. Okay. So what was it like for you coming back here to work? It was a little bit strange to begin with. I think partly because there is still some teachers in the school that were <laughs> teachers when I was a pupil here. Yeah. So it felt a little bit odd when I was walking into the staff room, yeah. whereas normally you just knock on the door and you ask to speak to a teacher. Yeah. But it also felt really lovely coming back. Okay. You know, okay. coming back to work in the school rather than be a pupil here. I had the same at my last school. I was at Ellen Academy before and I was an Ellen Academy pupil. So mm -hmm. to have went back and worked there and, and seen people that, that taught me mm -hmm. at school who maybe I wasn't actually so well behaved for <laughs> my first visit to Ellen Academy uh, was quite nerve wracking. Tell me, having been in this position and if you can remember back to when you moved up to the Academy, have you got any words of advice for our primary sevens as they embark on this transition in what is a very strange year because they haven't actually experienced much of their primary seven and now they're coming up to the secondary without maybe not even having seen the building much? What words of advice would you give? Um, I would say that the transition time is really is an exciting time and although Peterhead Academy is a really big school, like not to be scared of that because you get so used to the size of the school very quickly. Mm -hmm. I actually came from Longhaven Primary School, which is an absolutely tiny school. Mm -hmm. There was only two classrooms for the whole school. So, you know, coming from a tiny school and playground to Peterhead Academy, it felt like it was such a shock. But it's amazing how quickly it just feels like normal to be in the corridors going from class to class. And it's also really great because you get such a wide education that you get to learn so many different subjects mm -hmm. in your first and second year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's really good. You get a real, taste, a real taste of, of, of what learning can be like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it gives you a chance to really see which subjects you sort of really have a particular love for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ms Lamont, it's been a pleasure talking to you today and thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with us. Um, I'm quite sure that uh, many of our pupils will look forward to their visit to the library and uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. Thank indeed. you very much. Thank you. Although it seems so long ago since we did this interview, it was still a really great conversation to have because the library is a central, important part of the school. You need information, they have it. You need to research something, they will have it. You might need just a little bit of chill time and a safe place to go, the library has it. 
Just like all the other faculties, Miss Lamont has set you a task, and this is a special online breakout room task. Find the link on Teams and in the show notes, and do email me and let me know how you got on, because i really like to hear from you. Next week, we are going to be speaking to our first aider and the school nurse, as well as our on-site police officer about their roles within the campus. If you have any worries or concerns, please email me or your guidance teacher and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. But in the meantime, try your best not to worry, enjoy the summer break, enjoy the weather, and as always, take care, stay safe, and be kind. See ya.